You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's going on, everybody? RJO Choe here from SP Nations, bloggingtheboys.com. Hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you're bundled up and prepared, obviously, for the Arthur Blast that is going to be coming. I uh, certainly hope everybody is in a position to, to stay safe. That certainly does matter. Uh, it is the post-game show, the first one we're doing this season like this, um, because it is the last of the season, although not the last of content you'll get from us, but the last episode of the post-game, obviously. The Dallas Cowboys um, were... I, I would use the word humiliated, but that would kind of imply a, a level of of try, a level of uh, interest, a level of back and forth. But the Dallas Cowboys are completely, I've made this joke before, outdone, outwitted, outlasted. Uh, it felt like it was J- uh, Jeff Probst kind of uh, running the officials, not Ron Torbert. The Cowboys were completely and totally just blasted, lambasted, embarrassed, humiliated um, in front of the whole world in a game that I'm sure is going to do a stupid number. Um, by the Green Bay Packers, uh, 48 to 32, the final score, which is pretty generous uh, to what the Dallas Cowboys did, obviously, uh, or really what they didn't do. Um, this game was 27 to nothing at one point in time. And I don't know. I think we all I, I, I can't identify what the point is right now in the immediate aftermath. If it isn't obvious, we are live on the blog and the boys YouTube channel, the blog and the boys Twitch channel, the blog and the boys Facebook page. You can watch us live on any one of these platforms or catch three watch there. Uh, you can also listen on our podcast network. Please subscribe there. Apple devices, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. The season may be over, but I promise we're not going anywhere. We make Dallas Cowboys content 24, seven, 365, which I understand might annoy you for some point in time. Uh, but you can also uh, visit blog uh, for the latest and greatest in the world of the Cowboys. But I don't know at what point um, this um, this game got away from the Cowboys. I don't know at what point we all thought, like, it was not going to happen. And it wasn't even a game – you know, we've all had these where, it, you know, the Cowboys were, were in a hole early, and then they kind of climbed back and, and made us feel like maybe they can do this. There was none of that. I mean, even though, you know, they made the score mildly uh, respectable uh, at the very end, um, I, I think that we spent this whole second half just having to kind of sit in this funk, just having to kind of sit in this inevitability. Um, and we weren't even like Andy Dufresne kind of crawling through everything towards freedom. We were just crawling towards, you know, entrapment, which is the offseason. This is going to be uh, one of the most disappointing and frustrating and annoying offseasons. And I hope we don't fight with each other because we have a lot of thoughts, um, you know, towards the Cowboys. Sorry, I'm keeping an eye on, on my other screen here to make sure we're not missing anything. Jerry Jones now is meeting with members of the local media. Um, it's, um, it's, this is a hard kind of pill to take pill to swallow for the Cowboys. 
and what what's frustrating is people are going to act like this was predictable. And I tweeted about this and it kind of went over some people's heads. This was a very good team. I mean, th- this was one of the best teams in the NFL. And yeah, we can sit here and we can talk about the quality of opponents and things like that. This is not the Miami Dolphins who were eliminated, obviously, on Saturday night. But this was a team and a season and a year and a moment where everything broke the Cowboys way. Right. They won the NFC East. They were given at the very least two playoff games had they been able to win the first one, which obviously was an assumption that we shouldn't have given them. Um they were able to avoid the 49ers at the very least until the title game. And, you know, again, if they'd gotten there and now the 49ers will draw the same Packers team next week and we'll probably crush them and we'll have to just kind of live with that. Um, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb were playing the best football of their careers. Yes, the defense obviously has regressed and we're going to get to that, I promise you. But, you know, if if it can't happen with all of that working in your favor, then when can it? Um, I, I know that it is kind of generally doom and gloom when it comes to Cowboys fans, especially when the season ends. It's never going to end. It's always going to be the same. And I will admit that it's going to be very difficult to trust them uh, moving forward. It's going to be very difficult to trust them, obviously, uh, in the aftermath of what just happened. Um, I want to read you some tweets that are coming out right now because – you know, they're in the moment and they matter. Jerry Jones, um, speaking to members of the local media, said this seems like the most painful uh, talking about the playoff loss. This is beyond my comprehension, said he won't speak to any specific coach or player, uh, says he hasn't thought about Mike McCarthy uh, and declined to comment specifically about any coaching decisions. Um, ESPN's Adam Schefter just stirred the pot, tweeting out throughout this season, sources believed Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy always would be judged by how Dallas's last game of the season went. And I guess, look, I, we, we can get to my stock report if you want, but I feel like we have way too many things to touch on. And so um, I will write an article about it. I will do an Instagram post about that. We'll probably make another video about that this week. Again, I promise you the content keeps on coming here at Blogging the Voice. Uh, but we kind of have to talk about Mike McCarthy before I do. Uh, FKit Crutch, thank you for the super chat. Says, get rid of everyone, complete rebuild. Now, I have been um, of the, <coughs> excuse me, of the opinion, my opinion has been that the Cowboys should move on from Mike McCarthy. I've mentioned this many times. I've been asked a lot, uh, dating back to June, July. Hey, if the Cowboys don't reach the NFC Championship game, should they move on from Mike McCarthy? And my response to that, or my response to that was always, I need the context. How does that not happen? How would the Cowboys not get there? You know, is it a, a last second field goal that is made? Is it a, a field goal they missed that bangs off the upright? Shout out to Brandon Aubrey, of course, obviously for doing that in this game on an extra point. What, what would be the hypothetical context, right, to, to the Cowboys not reaching the title game? Because that matters. Well, the context is here now. The context is fully known. It's no longer hypothetical. It is complete and total reality. And the Cowboys were not just embarrassed and not just humiliated, but they were, you know, these things happened against one of the youngest teams ever. I mean, this this was a, 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 a you know, litter of puppies coming into AT&T Stadium who completely and totally outdid and outclassed the Cowboys. And not just Mike McCarthy. I mean, again, it all starts with him, obviously. Uh, the entire Cowboys coaching staff. What was the, the deal with why the Cowboys had to burn the timeout before, like, the 14th Packers touchdown? Because the substitutions, you know, that the Packers are trying to make to take advantage of things, they were just completely and totally unprepared. And so with the context of what we now know, the reality of what we now know, I still lean towards the direction of keeping Mike McCarthy because he has developed a program of consistency with the Cowboys. But that is a, a, the slightest lean possible. I mean, I am at a 51-49 kind of place uh, with regards to you know retaining Mike McCarthy. But I completely understand 
uh, because Chicken Hawks is in the comment section. 12 and 5, three years in a row means absolutely nothing to me right now. It's fair. I do think it's fair. I think it's a little dramatic, but I think being dramatic in this case is fair to say, you know what? You went 12 and 5, three years in a row. The first year, you got destroyed by the 49ers. Second year, we saw some legitimate progress, but the third year, you got destroyed by the Packers. They're one and three in the playoffs in the Mike McCarthy era. And the one win, and I think this is unfair, but again, it's the kind of name of the game at this point in time. The one win was against a below 500 team, even if it did have Tom Brady at quarterback. And so I do think it's fair, obviously. Angel, by the way, says, I'm just here for the comments. Our comment section is uh, riveting right now. By the way, if you're new here to the program, we are Dallas Cowboys fans. We are sad. Make sure to check out Blog on the Boys, everything we do. We are always going to be obsessed with the Dallas Cowboys, which means we are uh, masochists. We sign up for this. Also, I would be remiss if I did not mention that starting Tuesday this week, you can hear me every Monday through Friday. Obviously not this coming Monday, but every Monday through Friday, starting Tuesday from 6 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star, myself, Rob Thompson on r r in the morning. New name, uh, a little bit under construction, but if you like what I do, if you enjoy what I do, or you want to hear me whine and cry and complain about the Cowboys, you can certainly check us out. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can listen to us in the iHeartRadio app or San Antonio Sports Stars website. Uh, nothing is changing as far as my content here at Blog of the Boys. Just uh, another opportunity for me to do something, and so if you want to hang out, you can, but back to the Cowboys. Again, I, I'm not going to fault you if you think that moving on from Mike McCarthy is the move here. Um, I mean, this is this is an all-time collapse, and this is kind of emblematic of this. Pulling up this Ed Warder tweet right now here, uh, if my other computer could properly load, uh, it's taking a second, but this is just, let's get to the super chat, by the way, as we wait for it. Joseph's, thank you for the super chats. As aside from some of our superstars, is a rebuild after this off the table? Do we take a swing at Bill Belichick? I'm 31 years old, and this feels like the inevitable outcome every season uh, with a couple of emojis. I mean, look, I'm of the mindset, and look, th- again, I, this, if you want to understand the way this offseason is going to go for the Dallas Cowboys, just pay attention to this, this comment section because anything and everything that happens to the Cowboys over the course of the offseason is going to be met with insane, you know, kind of hysteria and criticism and whatnot. And you have to pay Dak Prescott. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Cue the jokes, cue the clown noises, whatever. I mean, I'm all for that. Um, if there's one thing I'm confident in here, right, if we're talking about the coaching staff, or we're talking about the players and the roster and a potential overhaul and a potential, you know, rebuild, whatever the case may be, if I have to bet on one of those things, it's Dak Prescott. I'm certainly betting on Dak Prescott more than I am Mike McCarthy right now. I'm certainly betting on Dak Prescott more than I am Dan Quinn. If you pay attention to things I do, I've been talking about for a little while how Dan Quinn's been disappointing, but everybody wants to tell me, wants to tell us. My Twitter mentions are filled with how Dan Quinn is the one who's really running this show, how Dan Quinn is the, the genius behind this operation. Dan Quinn's defense got absolutely worked. I see I see we have some Packers fans in the chat. I don't blame you. Get your shots in. You earned it. Your team completely embarrassed the Cowboys. It's you know, this is this is why this is what sports are. You get to make fun of the Cowboys forever. The Packers are undefeated at AT&T Stadium. It's a it's a failure. It's a it's a cataclysmic apocalyptic level failure for the Cowboys. I mean, and it's no longer just the same thing. It's no longer just oh man, the boogeyman Aaron Rodgers. It's different teams, different rosters, different coaches, different circumstances, different players and coaches and and whatever variables on the Cowboys side of things too. And in fact, Mike McCarthy literally has been on the positive side of that spectrum, obviously in beating the Cowboys in these big time playoff games, once at AT&T stadium. And now, despite the fact that Dallas, you know, roped in Mike McCarthy to be their own head coach, some things never changed. Death taxes in the Green Bay Packers owning the Dallas Cowboys. This was the tweet I wanted to get to a moment ago from ESPN's Ed Werder. The Cowboys are the first team to win 12 games in three straight seasons and fail to make the conference championship in any of them. That is since the AFC and NFC merger, the Super Bowl era, of course, beginning in 1970. Holy crap, that is so bad. And again, 
this is what you know this is kind of like six in one hand half dozen in the other you can sit here and you can you rightfully and objectively applaud the Cowboys on going 12 and five three years in a row on winning the NFC East two out of three seasons obviously on being one of the more successful teams in the NFL in that span they have more regular season wins in that time than every single team but the Kansas City Chiefs but that's regular season wins RJ I'm here I'm 31 years old I want to see the Cowboys reach a title game I want to see the Cowboys reach the Super Bowl I want to see it happen in my lifetime I can't say I blame you and so again it's it's about where you want to live on that side of the bet are you willing to say life can get better so I want to change it, or are you willing to say, look, they're this good consistently, so I want to stick with what I know. I want to lay up. That's my plan. And I, I think that there's an argument for both sides here. I think there's an argument for both cases. But if you have to pick one, I think at this point you've probably seen enough. I mean, the, the teams who the Cowboys have lost to were no longer. There was the, the thing that was shoved in our faces all week long about how this is the first playoff uh, tournament, obviously, to not feature Peyton Manning or Tom Brady um, since 1999, okay? The Cowboys are not losing in the playoffs to, you know, Lamar Jackson or to, you know, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, right? There's not this, like, you know, goat that they can't get over the way it was Aaron Rodgers, obviously, circa 2014, circa 2016. Now it's just they're they're getting outdone. I mean, they think about the teams that they've lost to, and I do not mean to discredit Kyle Shanahan or, at this point, Matt LaFleur. I mean, the Cowboys quarterbacks who they've lost playoff games to now are Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, and Jordan Love. And obviously, Jordan Love is a baller, and Brock Purdy has more than obviously earned his due and earned his respect and earned his props. But the, the circumstances keep changing. You avoided the big, bad 49ers. You got what you wanted in that respect, Cowboys, but you still failed. You still choked. You still collapsed. I mean, this is on them at this point in time. So, yeah, I mean, the more I kind of talk about it out loud, the more I can obviously support moving on. M. Ramirez, we have a lot of comments to get to. Appreciate those of you who are rowdy in the chat. Says, blow it up in 27 years. Enough. Uh, AP says Brock Purdy has the same playoff wins as Dak Prescott until next week when he picks up another. Um, I mean, it's it's a it's a tough scene right now where the Cowboys are at. Uh, let's get to our super chats. Uh, let's see here, Carlos. Thank you for the super chats. It's thirty years of this. What did we do to deserve this kind of embarrassment? When will it change? I'm tired of investing precious time on this team just for them to repay us like this. We deserve better. And not that if the Cowboys had played, you know, better, would it would it have been better? I don't think. I don't want to speak for you, Carlos. But to get just out done in every way this was never close it was never a close game they got worked they had the worst performance of any team in wildcard weekend and that's a super wildcard weekend excuse me nfl and that's not even seeing three of the games i mean they were the first home team to lose a playoff game this week obviously anthony thank you for the super chat says dak playing at an mvp level cd record your home field led to this you were criminally insane for wanting mike to stay but i respect the hope i mean like again i feel like I, I understand the disagreement with it. And again, I'm not the word want is very strong for me right now, but I have I do lean in that direction because we just saw Mike McCarthy call his shot and get the best football ever out of Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb. Not when it mattered. I recognize that completely and totally, but I don't think it's ridiculous to say, you know, that that he did some good things. I mean, but I also don't think it's ridiculous to, to want to move on at this point in time. Joseph, thank you for the Super Chats. As aside from, oh, this was the Superstar comment. Thank you, Joseph. MC Lovin, thank you. Says Cowboys can't beat the Packers to save their life. That is true. Jay, thank you for the Super Chats. Says, it's time to revamp everything. GM, staff, everything. Dak will be there, but it's time to evaluate everything. This is Jay Lee Trey, by the way. Jay Lee Trey, um, the GM is not changing. And, you know, that take is out there. Everybody has said that. Everybody has lamented that. Everybody has complained about that. Everybody has said that for almost 30 years now. When is it going to change? The coaches change. The coordinators change. The players change. The quarterback changes. But the GM doesn't change. I mean, look, 
Jerry Jones is the general manager of this team in title, but I mean, I think we're all really satisfied with the job that Will McClay is doing. And there was the report on Friday from ESPN that he's staying. I don't think we're concerned about the de facto general manager of the Cowboys, but I agree with you that change, you cannot just run this back. You can't, you, you cannot do this at this point in time. Jim, thank you for the super chat. As Cowboys fans, wake the heck up. This happens every year. Things will never change unless Jerry Jones is gone. You need a new quarterback and head coach. None and done. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you for spending $10 to laugh at us, Jim. I appreciate it. Ecuador, Mon, uh, AOG, thank you. Says losing a record for Dak in the playoffs. But, yeah, pay him. I mean, look, there's, like, we're going to go in these cyclical, you know, we're going to have these cyclical arguments all offseason long. If you are team get rid of Dak, I would love to hear the alternative plan. I would love to hear the plan that you have. Plus, even if you are team get rid of Dak, it's impossible for the Cowboys to get rid of Dak. And again, I'm only saying this to tell you the facts. Dak Prescott's cap number for 2024, which is now the only season we have to look forward to at this point in time, is just about $60 million. That is six zero. There is no way. It is not tenable for the Cowboys to carry that cap hit. They are forced into a position where they are going to have to restructure his contract by way of an extension. And guess what? Dak Prescott, for everyone who says, well, trade him, just get rid of him, blah, blah. He has a no trade clause. He has complete and total authority and control over how this is going to go in a financial sense. So even if you are team Dak, you are arguing that the Cowboys have to absorb a literal historic cap number for their quarterback in order to just have the opportunity to move on in 2025 and again for the people who are move on from Dak move on from Dak and again this isn't necessarily an advocacy for Dak for Dak as much as it is just a laying out of the facts the people who are going to say play Trey Lance he, he's going to develop blah blah the Cowboys have to decide this offseason if they want to pick up Trey Lance's fifth year option which is like 25 million dollars so you're telling me you're not going to move on from Dak you're not going to or you're not going to you know do an extension so you're going to carry like 85 million dollars in in cap money and cap you know, space on two quarterbacks, it's not tenable. It's impossible. So those are just the facts of the matter. Anthony, thank you for the super chat. Says, we have to pay Dak. Thank you for the for kind of backing me up here. Says, but that man had the yips bad. Dak was overwhelmed, man. That This was a, a all-time bad game from Dak Prescott. Completely and totally overwhelmed. Completely and totally pressing, intimidated by the moment, whatever the case was. I mean, this was a bad Dak Prescott game. I maintain that he is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and he you know, could have won MVP this year. He won't. But, I mean, this was a really, 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 you know, this is going to make arguing for him all the good that was done was just like that, gone, whisked away. Uh, I can't tell if the Detroit Lions scored, by the way. By the way, if the Lions win this game now, they have home field advantage for the divisional round of the playoffs against whoever they wind up playing. Uh, Garrett, thank you for the super chat, says, to all the Michael Gallup haters, um, I don't know how you want me to phonetically pronounce that, but Michael Gallup had a great game in what might have been his last game as a member of the Cowboys. I will give him uh, some credit for that. Liam, thank you for paying us to say go birds. Uh, Dim Sum 05, thank you for the super chat. Says we did not give Dak any favors by not having a run game. Very predictable. I mean, it's difficult to to you know line up the biggest flaw the biggest fault you know of the cowboys a, a lack of run game is not at the top of my list personally julian thank you for the super chat uh says jimmy johnson seemed to have more fire than mike mccarthy the moment just seemed too big where do we go from here give me something to grasp onto i mean i i don't know i mean i i really don't know the answer to that i don't know because we're we're you're facing one of two doors door one however you want to order them or label them, whatever door, one door is to stick with Mike McCarthy to trust the process. You know, I know that's a cliche 
and and trust and hope and maybe cope that you know things are going to be better in 2024 because you want them to be um you know that's that's one of the doors the other door is blow it up the other door you know dan quinn who again we'll talk about in a moment is probably gone one way or another um move on from Mike McCarthy, move on from everybody. And you know what? If you're going to move on, move on from the entire coaching staff and let whoever you bring in decide if they want to retain Al Harris or Joe Witt Jr. or Brian Schottenheimer or whoever. Do not saddle your head coach or whoever it's going to be with somebody the way that you did Mike McCarthy with Kellen Moore. And that's not to you know lay blame at Kellen Moore or Mike McCarthy, but if you're going to do it, you got to let somebody do everything. You that's that's it. You got to let somebody do everything and if you fail, you fail. But at least you tried something different. So you either have to do more of the same or you have to do exactly the opposite, which is completely and totally change everything. Um this is a really uh really really tough scene for the Cowboys. 90% of the world is dumb. That's <laughs> what can go wrong, will go wrong. Triple D says it's time for a new coaching staff. Um man, I mean it is it is a um this, I mean, look, I, I have followed the Dallas Cowboys closely, covered the Dallas Cowboys closely, I mean, for a long time, and I am having a very difficult time, you know, connecting this to another moment. I mean, this is a this this, this is a really embarrassing moment for the Cowboys. Jonathan Romo says defense is soft. Let's talk about the defense because I have been told, this is where I'll go off, all right? All of you have had your chance in the comment section. I have been told, all right? I have been told that Dan Quinn is the reason, that Dan Quinn is the one pulling the strings, that Dan Quinn is the best, that Dan Quinn is infallible, that Dan Quinn can do absolutely no wrong, that Dan Quinn is perfect. I have seen Dan Quinn get credit for losing a Super Bowl in the most humiliating choke way possible than Mike McCarthy has for winning one. And this isn't about comparing Dan Quinn to Mike McCarthy because that would not be a smart thing to do at this particular moment in time. I would like to read you the Packers' possessions in this game. Touchdown, punt. Great job, Danny Q. You forced them to punt. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. Hey, you made them punt again when it was 48 to 24. I mean, goodness gracious, Dan Quinn's defense has gotten worked as of late. Everybody believes he's obviously going to Seattle to take over the Seahawks, the homecoming, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. From that moment, from the moment the Cowboys played the Seahawks on Thursday Night Football, I came here on our postgame show. I wrote articles about it. I had tweets about it. I had all sorts of stuff. I said, Dan Quinn's defense got worked by these Seahawks, by Geno Smith, who fell off a cliff, by the way. Did Geno ever look great after that, by the way? Can somebody point to me the game that Geno Smith looked awesome after the, the Seahawks lost to the Cowboys? No, you can't because that didn't happen. The Seahawks did not punt one single time against the Cowboys but oh cool Dan Quinn's defense got those stops on fourth down at the very end of the game and he gets shown on the broadcast celebrating when Deron Bland gets pick sixes and he's passionate and he's fiery and everybody likes him and all this stuff Dan Quinn got worked in this game unbelievable how he was just unable to do anything uh now daddy sports 79 says Gino got hurt didn't he he did uh but I mean he still played and he never really put up that he was perfect he was literally perfect against the Cowboys but that's neither here nor there my point is Dan Quinn got worked against the Seahawks the Cowboys got worked on defense against the Buffalo Bills they were bad all the way around obviously Dan Quinn's defense, Dan Quinn's mighty defense gave up the drive they needed against the Miami Dolphins at the very end. Dan Quinn's defense before the two-point conversion that broke NFL fans everywhere with the Detroit Lions and Dan Campbell and all that stuff. Dan Quinn's defense went completely soft, completely prevent, and let them walk down the field to score that touchdown and then initially let them score on the two-point conversion, and we explained it away by arguing about who reported as eligible, who didn't, blah, blah, blah. 
Dan Quinn is somebody who holds some of the biggest fault for what has happened to the Cowboys, the collapse that we have seen. Yes, did he do amazing things over the course of his first two and a half years with the Cowboys? Obviously, absolutely. Nobody's going to deny that. But man alive, take him, Seahawks. We are good. I mean, you can have Dan Quinn. We are not going to put up a fight, much like Dan Quinn's defense over the course of the winter parts of the NFL season. All right, let's get back to our Super Chats. Um uh jordan thank you for the super chat uh i'm reading the super chats people i promise i'm not narcissistic uh says rj this offseason will suck but thank you for the optimism and analysis this year rush lands in 2024 thank you jordan appreciate it ecuador mon aog says so bad decision on contract mike another lunacy um i don't know if you're talking oh make another lunacy i guess if you're talking about Dak again Dak has the cowboys like you can sit here and be upset about it but i'm just telling you what the facts are and, and because that's my job, Dak Prescott has all of the leverage against the Dallas Cowboys right now in a financial sense. If you don't want to believe that, that's up to you, but you're refuting reality. That's simply all I'm here to tell you at this point in time. Jay Franklin with a super chat for me to disagree with says Dan Quinn is coach Jim Harbaugh as defensive coordinator. I totally believe Jim Harbaugh is down to be a coordinator in the NFL. Absolutely. That dude is definitely down to not be the head coach, whatever team he joins in the NFL. Mr. Jefferson, thank you for the super chat, says, why are we fans, RJ? Give us reason or rationale. I mean, because we are masochistic, hopeful people. We hope, right? I mean, it can happen. The Cubs can win the World Series, right? Like anything can happen. It's possible. And and it seemed probable at at one point. As early as this morning, I think we all, look, right now we're all pissed off. And I'm not going to stop you from, from saying whatever you want. But this morning, we all woke up confident. They were seven-point favorites. And again, that looks incredibly stupid right now. But they were. There was reason to believe objective, verifiable, statistical evidence, data-based reason to believe in this team. And they just threw it away. So I... I mean, I really can't answer why we sign up for this every year, but man, I can't wait to do it again. Lonely Catman, thank you for the super chat. Says no answers from me. Seems like Quinn will leave either way, which is fine by me. Sorry for all us fans. You've done a fine job all year. Appreciate it. Look, we're all passionate. Everybody has thoughts and everybody has opinions. And that's what this is for. That's what our platform is for. That's what all of this is, is kind of designed for. It's for us to share and commiserate or celebrate or whatever the case may be together. We are a community of people coming from places all over the world to unite under one banner, as Hans once said in the Mighty Ducks. And in this case, this banner is one of embarrassment and ineptitude. Thank you, Stephen, for the super chat. His comments slash opinion about mental walls and sports being owned by a team on not winning in January. How does the team overcome psychology? I'm certainly not fit to discuss, um, you know, this particular subject. Um, I'm not smart enough, uh, you know, in my own right. But my opinion on this is, I mean, at a certain point, again, what bothers me about the takes that we're going to see are going to be, oh, this was going to happen. The Cowboys choke every year, blah, blah. The easy thing to do every year is to say the Cowboys aren't going to win the Super Bowl because you know why? They probably aren't. Like, one team does like one one out of 32 teams so it's kind of easy to say that you know team x is not going to win the super bowl that being support for this show comes from sylvan learning as a parent you want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team now more than ever educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 
360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Dead. Um... I mean, there is something, you know, to a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? And in this case, like, there is a lot of what can go wrong will go wrong with the Cowboys. How they can embarrass themselves will be outdone. They will find a way to do the thing to embarrass us, to to make going to work and dealing with people and getting text messages and messages and whatever DMs annoying. They will find a way. They've been that doing that for all of eternity as far as the social media era is concerned. And basically, ever since they had one of the NFL's greatest dynasties, obviously, almost 30 years ago. And so... um I just, you know, I don't know how you overcome that, right? Like, I, and it's not just, you know, oh man, it's the uniform, it's the helmet, it's the laundry. I mean, now it's these players, these players, this nucleus of players keeps finding ways to embarrass themselves and embarrass themselves and embarrass themselves. And so it's more than just the culture. It's more than just the organization. It's more than just all that stuff. It's, you know, it's on them at a, at a certain point in time. It's a really, um, really, really, really tough scene. I mean, again, um, there are a lot of people in the chat. I apologize, uh, for, uh, for people that, that are having to see or don't want to see some, you know, uh, more frustrating language again. Um, you know how it is when the Cowboys lose, everybody wants to come in. If we could all be, please be uh, polite and respectful. That would be nice. You can certainly get your jokes off, but at least please, uh, be polite or be polite and respectful to the people in the chat. Uh, I'll do my best to get what I can, but, um, you know, People are going to be the way they're going to be. Good friend, Mikey Montano. Happy belated birthday, Mikey. says, only reason why I'm still here is because I've spent too much on merchandise over the last 30 years. This team has lost every ounce of trust. And, you know, I, um, look, I, I obviously will, you know, at some point probably believe that the Cowboys can do it in 2024. I'm just, you know, I'm going to be honest about it by myself. That will probably happen. But I feel less confident in that happening than I ever have. Uh, because again, I do think it's fair to say everything went their way. I mean, e- everything, everything went their way this year, specifically at the end of the year to allow them, you know, to win the NFC East and play at home and all this stuff. And they still couldn't get it done. So like, if you can't get it done, then what, what has to happen? What is the magic elixir? What is the magic switch? You've lost at home. You've lost on the road. You lost to Aaron Rodgers. You lost to the same team without Aaron Rodgers. You lost to the 49ers and then with a different quarterback, you lost because other teams could run the ball or pass the ball because of penalties or heartbreak or just caught it, right? You've lost every single way you've explored the whole gamut of ways to have our hearts break in the playoffs. So what is the one way? What is the path that we just cannot identify here? There isn't one. I mean, there truly isn't one at this point in time. At some point, it just is going to happen because it happened because they were better or they got lucky or whatever the case was. But it didn't happen this year. And that remains incredibly frustrating. Mr. Jefferson, thank you for the super chat. Says, can we be bad for three years, please, Tank? I promise you, you people can say this. You do not want to, to be bad for three years. That would not be fun. Would you rather trade lives right now with the Chicago Bears? Would you rather trade lives with the Carolina Panthers? Nobody would want to do that. Nobody would sign up for that. This sucks, believe me, but I would much rather it suck this way than suck the ways uh, of other teams and, and what they have to um, experience. Devin, thank you for the super chats. I would rather be a Bears fan right now, but thanks, RJ, for all the entertainment this year. Well, I appreciate uh, the honesty. Ryan says, let AI run the team. 
Uh, the Star Wars curmudgeon, said, I uh, just lost this, says, yes, yes, I would. There's no pain when your team has zero chance. SJ Johnson says, I really want to support Dak. Thank you for the super chat, SJ. Really want to support Dak. Great player and overall person in general, but we have a big decision to make with his future. Big cap hit next year. Also, uh, I think you mean Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy are both gone, in my opinion. Look, if I had to bet, right, I mean, I don't know how you come out of this game and don't make a big move like that, right? You can't, and it can't be, your, your big move can't be that Dan Quinn got the head coaching job in Seattle, right? That that can't be your big move. Um, and so, again, if you follow the money, if you follow all the resources and everything involved, it's that Mike McCarthy will be gone. And I don't have a problem uh, with that. I mean, because, again, to to get completely beat like this was embarrassing i mean it was embarrassing and it's not just that it was embarrassing but it was how can we possibly believe if you run into you know i don't know at this point in time i mean if you run into dan campbell if you run into kyle shannon like if you got and i don't at all mean to poo poo matt lafleur who deserves a lot of props for the way the packers are playing here i mean nothing but respect for me but if you can't handle this what on earth makes you think that you can go handle kyle shanahan i mean nothing like you you can't and even if you can what makes you think that you can go handle Andy Reid in the Chiefs or John Harbaugh in the Ravens? And I don't mean to just, you know, associate head coaches and quarterbacks with the, with things. But, I mean, if you can't get it done against this team that was, you know, on the verge of, of being a tanking team themselves prior to Thanksgiving, then you you can't hang with the big dogs. You can be the two seed in the NFL, but you are just a fraud in that particular sense. It looks like the Rams, by the way, are about to be down 7-3. to three. Uh, Mr. Jefferson says, yes, we want too bad uh, to be great later. <laughs> we'll see. Willie Wonka. Thank you for the super chat. Says, I just love how you people fall for it year after year. By the way, uh, that new Wonka movie, not the best. It wasn't for me, but if somebody else enjoyed it, hey. Uh, Joe Linden says, please uh, fire McCarthy. Um, Austin on Facebook says, just tired over, just tired of the overhate we get, man. Browns lose or Finns lose, and no one says a word. Dallas loses, and the media blows it way up, and everyone hates. So tired of the hate for no reason. I mean, that's the game. You know, like that's that's the game. And I mean, it's annoying. Like, don't get me wrong, um, but that's the game. And what I will would say to that, the, the part that allows me to cope with that, if you want to call it that, is the Cowboys were in complete control of that. I mean, I, I agree with you to be very clear, Austin, but the Cowboys were in complete control of the trolling and the, you know, finger pointing and all this stuff. They had every opportunity to put an end to that. And they've had opportunities in the past, this era of Cowboys, previous era of Cowboys, previous generations and iterations, they've all failed. I mean, so yeah, we have to kind of deal with it as fans. And again, deal with your annoying family or friends or coworkers or whatever. Um, but it was in their hands. And to be clear, they are the first team to ever lose to a seven seed. It was embarrassing. Like they should be. And I think you agree with this. They should be mocked for this. Um, you know, it was not as it was more embarrassing than what happened to Cleveland or what happened to Miami. I mean, this was an This was one of the more embarrassing losses that an NFL team has taken this season. Um, man, just really, really, really frustrating. Um, let's see. Carlos says fire sale on coaches and don't send back again. We need to start this whole thing again and get rid of all the choke artists. Again, these takes are going to be flying all season, all off season long. Brian, thank you for the super chat. Everybody follow him on uh, on TikTok at Talk Cowboys. Says, any idea what the podcast YouTube schedule will be for the offseason yet? I started moving on at halftime already studying the draft. Uh, thanks for all you do, RJ. Our podcast schedule at Blogging the Boys will remain identical to what it is. Um, we have two shows that come out every single weekday. Uh, we have a weekend show as well, so those things aren't changing. Uh, we'll have, of course, conversations and videos that we're doing in the offseason here on the YouTube channel. Um, obviously, no Madden simulations or things like that, but we'll definitely have some things going, I promise you. So please, if you haven't yet, we have a big audience here. Um, subscribe to our YouTube 
YouTube channel uh, or like the video. You know, if you if you want to pay the like tax for coming here and enjoying our misery, that would be cool. Uh, help the YouTube algorithm uh, prioritize us. Uh, we would appreciate that very much. Uh, Tarmac76, thank you for the super chat. It says, can't fire the whole team. Dak and CD had great years. As a whole, this isn't an elite squad. Yes, I said it. Coach has got to go. It's simple. And I think that's that's fair. By the way, Dak Prescott, at this exact moment in time that we're live, is at the podium uh, and just said, if there are questions about Mike McCarthy's job security, then there should be about me as well. Um, while I agree with that, um, I think that everyone's going to agree with that in a way that Dak doesn't like. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, I mean, people are going to come for Dak. People are going to come for McCarthy. Uh, people are going to act like they're awful and they're terrible and they're the problem. And on Sunday, they were a big part of the problem. Um, it was it was a bad day for Dak. It was one of the worst games that Dak has played um, as a member of the Dallas Cowboys. Kenneth Cook, thank you for the super chat. It says, embarrassing 46 years of this, and I live in South Jersey. Sorry to hear that. Um, let's see. Hoo-ha, uh, hoo-ha, hoo-ha. I hope I'm getting that right. It says, I don't think it's embarrassing when you make the playoffs. Many teams don't get a chance to. That's good perspective. Uh, Ecuador, Mon, AOG, thank you for the super chat. It says, I'm 45, getting shade for 30 years. Used to it. And I think we all obviously are kind of used to it at this point in time. Um, it's, but it's old. It's old. And it's tired. CRJ, thank you for the super chat, says, tired of the soft coverage defense, almost never blitz or disguise on defense. Again, all of y'all, not necessarily you, CRJ, told me that Dan Quinn was amazing. Miguel, with a point on Facebook, says, if you bring McCarthy back in a contract year, I love this point by Miguel, says, you subject yourself to even more scrutiny with every loss. If you are not going to give him an extension, and how could you at this point, then you might as well scrap the coaching staff and start over, and Dak should be no lock for the future either. You can, if you want, deal with the you know ramifications of the Dak Prescott salary cap thing. You know that is one thing, obviously, that is an option on the table. Uh, but I agree with this point. If Mike McCarthy, I mean, think about how much we heard about the Dak Prescott interception thing last offseason. Like, if Mike McCarthy is entering this season, the 2024 season, to be clear, in a contract year, it will be the most talked about, most overdone storyline. And to Miguel's point, any time the Cowboys lose, it will be brought up and brought up and brought up. And some people will say things like, well, good, that's what I want. I want accountability and I want discipline. And I'm tired of these guys having this cushy lifestyle and all this stuff. And that's fine. But having that be a like never ending narrative and story surrounding your team is not good for anybody, whether or not you feel sorry for Mike McCarthy or not. So I agree with that. You either have to be all in on Mike McCarthy or you have to be all out at this point. Anthony's thank you for the super chats. It's fire Mike McCarthy, fire Dan Quinn, hire Bill Belichick, stop the run. This is the way. Next year is our year. Uh, by the way, not pumped that Mandalorian season four is a movie. What the hell? Uh, but that's a whole different discussion. I'm a little opposed to the idea of Bill Belichick. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Bill Belichick's not the greatest coach of all time, but Bill Belichick's going to want to come in and do everything and like be a part of the draft process. And that's one thing that the Cowboys do very, very, very well. Um, so you can go down that road, but if you're going to do it, even though I wouldn't like it on the surface, you got to do it all the way. You got to let him do anything and everything he wants. You cannot have anybody come in and just have them hamstrung by this, that, or the other. Mr. Jefferson, thank you for the super chats as we are done as UFL started yet. Steelers Freak says uh, there can't be much soul left in the fans. We really have nothing left, Steelers Freak. Really nothing at all. Good luck tomorrow, by the way. Um, Scott on the Book of Faces says, Cowboys thought Green Bay was going to come in and lay down while well, they found out Green Bay did not come to just lose or lose just because they haven't been beaten at home. Cowboys had in their head that they couldn't be beat at home. Well, you know what they get for assuming? Yeah, I mean, this was a Cowboys team that showed up in a bit of an arrogant way. I don't think there's any <coughs> excuse me, denying that. And they got humbled. I mean, they got humbled. And it's just frustrating 
that they can't learn these lessons ahead of time. You know, Mike McCarthy talked this week about how he had learned the lesson about not making the game bigger than what it was and him and blah, blah, blah. Last year when the Cowboys went to Lambeau Field. Well, dude, I mean, something's not working. Like you can have all these tricks and trades and whatever you want, but like something's not working. Uh, Perry, thank you for the super chat just to say pain uh, and also saying thank you to me. Thank you, Perry, uh, very, very, very much. I mean, look, I don't think I have to read every comment that says fire McCarthy, fire Dan Quinn. Um, I think we're all on the same page that a coaching change would not be, um, you know, ridiculous at this point in time. Uh, Adam Blank, by the way, says Mike McCarthy didn't smash any watermelons. That was clearly the problem. I mean, look, I... I'm all for assigning blame to, you know, everyone, right? But, like, at some point, this also – this has to be about non-McCarthy, Dan Quinn, Jerry Jones, DAC people. You want to be upset with those people? Fine by me. I'm not going to stop you. There's more than enough to say and to talk about and to reason with and and dissect and poke and prod and Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn, Jerry Jones, and Dak Prescott. But the Cowboys did not get outscored at one point in this game 27 to nothing because of those four people. All right. If you're going to sit here and you're going to come for those four people, you better come for CeeDee Lamb, who had the weird miscommunication, body language, whatever stuff going on early in this game with Dak Prescott. You better come for Micah Parsons. All right. Micah Parsons might be the very best defensive player in the NFL but he did not show up in a game that really truly mattered in the game where the Cowboys defense had to be a difference maker and the Lions now are up big time over the Rams thanks to a Jameer Gibbs touchdown if the Cowboys defense was going to be a factor that Micah Parsons had to have a, a much bigger role way more than drawing two holding penalties Micah Parsons for all his you know warranted praise does not show up in in these big games and you know some of it is just other teams kind of you know mitigating him and diffusing him and you know obviously finding a way to neutralize him but if you're gonna be that dude you gotta find a way to show up Deron Bland we sat here we sang his praises we said he's got to be defensive player of the year he got worked in this game you know Tyler Smith had a really bad game I mean look there are a lot of people who are to blame here it cannot just be McCarthy sucks Dan Quinn sucks Dak sucks Jerry Jones sucks the entire team sucked and that's what is such a disappointing and frustrating pill to ultimately try to swallow like I said at this particular point, Mr. Jefferson, thank you for the super chat. Says is Harbaugh a legitimate candidate for head coach? Well, the Cowboys have enough of his former players that I would assume so, but um, I don't think so. Um, I don't think that Jim Harbaugh is a candidate for the Cowboys if they do move on from Mike McCarthy. Uh, Bill Belichick is a name that obviously would make some sense, um, but you know that's an obvious sort of thing. Uh, Tiffany Miller says Tony Pollard. I mean, Tony Pollard had a horrible season on the franchise tag, and yeah, we can sit here and we can say you know he was coming off the injury, but the Cowboys knew that. Cowboys knew that and, and put the franchise tag on him anyway. Uh, T Swizzy says, stop to say and love you, RJ. I watch you tomorrow. Too frustrated tonight. 2024 season starts tomorrow. Thanks, BTV. Appreciate it, T Swizzy. Um, the Star Wars curmudgeon says the attitude was unacceptable, and that comes from the coach. Again, I'm not, you know, be above or beneath blaming Mike McCarthy. There's enough blame to go around, though, right? Mike McCarthy failure for the Cowboys on Sunday. Dan Quinn failure. We've covered all this. Dak Prescott failure. But we have to talk about how CeeDee Lamb was a failure, how Micah Parsons was a failure, how, you know, all the little bit offensive success that happened was too little too late. I mean, you cannot talk about being a well-rounded team, a deep roster. And I gave credit to the Cowboys for being good at drafting and have these mistakes. And you know what? Will McClay, we got to come for you too, because you spent the second round pick on Sam Williams, who continues 
what are you doing, Sam, on the punt, you know, coverage, getting all up in the face of the returner? It's these things. And again, you can sit here and you can talk about how that's a penalty and that's coaching. And it comes back to Mike McCarthy and John Fossil, the special teams coordinator. But at a certain point, we have to blame the players as well. So Sam Williams, what the hell are you doing, man? I mean, and it's not even the first or the third or the fifth weird penalty that Sam Williams has had this season. But you know what? The Cowboys spent a second round pick on him. I mean, so they have to get better in every single area. It isn't just Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn, Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones. That's all I'm trying to get at. Dim Sum 05, thank you for the super chat, says, I was more confused than mad the whole game, RJ. We looked like stunt doubles. It was a very surreal kind of experience to watch this game. I mean, they were really not anywhere near the Packers. I mean, there was a wide gap in terms of these two teams on Sunday afternoon. Travis Bush, it might be Travis. Sorry, Travis, Travis. Uh, thank you for the super chat, says, so tired of having a mentally weak team, punches in the mouth, and we fold every time. 30 years old, life full of pain. Side note, you're awesome, RJ. Thank you very much, my friend. I mean, they really did, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to call anybody mentally weak, but they got punched in the mouth and were not prepared. I mean, they completely did fold. I'm completely with you. Like, they are, if you want to call them anything, I don't think it's unfair to call them front runners. When they're, when things are going great, it's awesome and it's wonderful. And everybody's, you know, tweeting about Pro Bowl stuff. And look, they should advocate for themselves to go to the Pro Bowl, but everything is hunky dory when they're crushing and when they're on top. But when they get punched in the mouth, they can't respond. They don't have resolve clearly. And that also obviously comes from the head coach. Uh, Eduardo, thank you for the super chats. I know it is painful, but I blame the loss on Dan Quinn. Seven possessions, six touchdowns, no sacks of the defense would show up. Was If the defense would show up, it was a different game. I'm more towards Mike McCarthy to stay. There's a lot of people who aren't going to like this. Dan Quinn was a bigger problem on Sunday and over the second half of the season than Mike McCarthy. Those are the facts. That is the truth. I recognize it makes some people uncomfortable, but Dan Quinn was, you know, one of the biggest kind of anchors for the Cowboys over the second half of the season. Um, Let's keep moving on here. Uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, again, lots of people are upset if you all can't believe that. Uh, Carlos, thank you for the super chats. It's just crazy that it happened again. Like, really? I mean, I know. I mean, <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, more Dak Prescott on Mike McCarthy. Uh, currently at the podium, uh, this tweets from Calvin Watkins, the Dallas Morning News. Uh, Dak's quote, this team has had the success we've had because of him. Um, sorry, my mouse is being funny over here. Prescott said he understands it's a business and the expectation is to win the Super Bowl. Add me to that list in case. I mean, yes, and that's what is worth mentioning. But you know what? The reason you've also failed to get over this hump is also because of him. All of this can be true. Uh, Eternal Dynasty, think of it, the Super Chat says, defense needs a big lead to be successful. I agree. We use the word front runners. That's what they need. Uh, thank you for the Super Chat. Romo Racer says, RJ, what do you think should be the top three priorities in the offseason? Hope to see you in Oxnard this summer. Um, yeah, I mean, look, um, I think top three priorities are probably pick an identity and not like a, a t-shirt slogan, um, but pick an identity in terms of who you, you're going to be, um, continue to add on offense, whether, you know, if you're going to bring back Brandon cooks or whatever the case may be, but it can't be, you know, you can't just do more of the same. You can't tread water. Um, and add help at linebacker. I mean, you Look, Marquis Bell was awesome for the Cowboys, but maybe this whole, like, we don't have any linebackers thing might not be the best idea. Like, that, those would be my top three priorities right now um, in the immediate aftermath of everything. SJ Johnson, thank you for the super chats. This team is going to look a lot different next year on both sides of the ball. 
time for the draft and free agency. Didn't think it would be this early. None of us did. Uh, Random Anton says, is it crazy, though? It would be crazy to think they would do anything in the playoffs. Again, we do this with the Cowboys. They literally won a playoff game last year. Like, we don't have to ignore facts, right? They literally were in the division around a year ago. So, um, and they were seven-point favorites in this game. Like, they were favored, obviously, to move on in the playoffs. Uh, let's keep moving on. I think we're caught up on uh, on comments. Um, man, um, I really am... Look, I'd like when you're when you're gonna say things like you're stunned, there are the people who are gonna laugh and say, I'm not stunned. I knew it was gonna happen. This team always chokes, blah, blah, blah. Um I mean, it's it really is amazing. I mean, it really and by the way, this is a great point from Kevin says, You guys are saying draft. Do not remember how many draft picks we've given up this year already. The Cowboys did give up a fifth and a sixth already. Uh, you can thank the Trey Lance trade. I'm sorry, a fourth and a fifth already. Um, you can thank the Trey Lance trade for that. Uh, Trey Lance, who didn't play a regular season snap. Um, man, um, you know, again, you can argue about how you're prepared for it, You think it's going to happen, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I just don't – you can be the biggest Cowboys critic, you know, out there. And I obviously understand that those of you who uh, who are are enjoying the moment and going to enjoy the next few months. But – Nobody, no, nobody really thought it would it would have been like this. It was obviously possible that the Cowboys would lose, but that they would just completely regress and fold and not be, you know, competent. I mean, was was really kind of unpredictable in a lot of ways. Um, and so they they set history again. They're the first two seed, um, you know, to uh, to lose to a seven seed ever. Uh, in the third year of the seven seeds existence. I mean, the, the jokes write themselves. Um, the Star Wars curmudgeon says anyone who thinks this is a top-notch franchise is deluding um, themselves. We're fool's gold. We haven't been legit contenders in decades. See, like, I would I would push back against that because they, they are legit contenders. They have been a playoff team three years in a row. That is a hard thing to do. So it can be true that they have accomplished a hard thing and that they're also not accomplishing harder things that are more significant. All We can say that all of those things are true and acknowledge that there are different priorities and different levels of success or however you want to define it. But this is, um, this is, uh, this is one of those things that, you know, and by the way, I just saw that the Houston Texans tweeted out Texas's team. I mean, look, it's, it's going to be a hard offseason. It's it's going to be annoying. It is going to be frustrating. We're, we're going to fight with people. Like, we're going to have to make it through. We're going to have to hold tight to our friends around here. I mean, there's not – there's nowhere to run. I mean, and that's what's so frustrating about this loss is they just completely and totally let it happen. I mean, they completely and totally just had nothing. They were unprepared. I mean, this was – it was never close. Doug Berry says, what if Dak is not the answer? Um I mean, again, I'm I'm going to reiterate, and I'm going to have to say this. I'm going to say something like 400 times in the next few weeks. It is not tenable for the Cowboys to move on from Dak Prescott this offseason. That isn't advocating for Dak. That is simply telling you the math involved, the X's and Y's and Z's, the variables, his contract. He has almost a 60. We talked about this like 30 minutes ago. He has like a $60 million cap hit in 2024. It is not viable to to not only move on from him, but to carry that cap hit in 2024. The Cowboys are in a financial position where they have to restructure him. And while I know y'all are pissed off and I'm pissed off, are you down to not pay CeeDee Lamb this offseason? Are you down to not pay Micah Parsons this offseason, who's eligible for a contract for the first time ever? 
Those things have to happen. And in order to have the cap space to do that, they're going to have to do an extension with Dak Prescott. And you cannot say trade him, get rid of him. He has a no trade clause. I will. I would bet you, I mean, not literally, but it, it is a, an overwhelming likelihood that Dak Prescott is going to get an extension from the Cowboys, likely one that makes him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And it is going to upset a lot of people, but it is an inevitability at this point in time. And again, that is not saying Dak is awesome. Dak's great, blah, blah, blah. I do think he's very good, but this is simply telling you the facts of the matter. And you can either accept them and we can have logical conversations about this, or you can ignore them and continue to just scream things that don't contribute to the conversation. Uh, Kevin Wolf says it's going to be a very long off season. I mean, it's already started. I mean, look at where we're at. Um, uh, D- Davion James says, eat the $60 million. It doesn't matter. That would be, again, a historical cap hit to hit or to take in general. And it would, you know, it would inhibit the Cowboys' ability to do extensions with CeeDee Lamb and Micah Parsons. And if you want to bring back, you know, Tyler Biotish again, like we start to have those conversations or Stefan Gilmer, whatever, um, it is – these are things that you have to understand about the NFL – if you want to have a serious conversation about it, dim sum zero five. Thank you for the super chances. We just need to be scheduled 17 away games against above 500 teams next year to test this team's medal. That's a good point. Um, man, um, it is, uh, it is going to be, uh, a long few months. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, and, The Cowboys have nothing or no one to blame but themselves. I mean, they had Dak has no one to blame but himself. McCarthy has no one to blame but himself. Dan Quinn is going to find someone. Dan Quinn is grateful. I tell you that the Mike McCarthy exists because Dan Quinn is is Teflon when it comes to criticism. Uh, So, um, yeah, um, this is where we're at. Um, Look, I I know that right now it feels like you don't want anything to do with the Dallas Cowboys, but I enjoy talking about the Dallas Cowboys and I enjoy doing it with you, all of my friends. Uh, some of you who I'm more friendly with than others based on the comments that we've gotten here tonight. Um, if you like what I do, uh, my name is RJ Ochoa. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or threads at RJ Ochoa or on TikTok at RJ.Ochoa. Also, uh, starting Tuesday, you can listen to me in addition to everything I do for Blog on the Boys every weekday, Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. Central Time on 941 San Antonio Sports Star with Rob Thompson on R&R in the, mo- uh, R&R in the morning, a show name that is to be redone uh, in the near future. Uh, I will be at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, obviously on Radio Row. We'll be having a lot of fun, Rob and I. 6 to 10 a.m. Central is uh, a bit of an early window, but I'm certainly looking forward to it. Um, we ha- you can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to us on our website. You can watch us on YouTube. Uh, for anyone who enjoys what I do, again, we obviously touch on the Cowboys and the NFL a lot, but um, we'll be touching on other things as well. Um, so, I mean, I guess my closing thoughts are, um, and I know, again, nobody wants to hear this, but I said last week, for those of you who weren't here, um, to enjoy the week of the playoffs, to enjoy you know, uh, by the way, stock, Adam says stock report. We'll fly through the stock report quickly. Uh, I had one stock up and it was Michael Gallup um, because dude played really well. But stock down, Dak, McCarthy, Quinn, C.D. Lamb. We talked about these Micah Parsons, Jerome Bland, Brandon Aubrey missed the extra point. Uh, Sam Williams, Jerry Jones. Uh, those are my stock downs. Um, I feel like it was really obvious. Um, but um, I mentioned last week to enjoy this um enjoy what it was obviously because nothing was promised and obviously that unfortunately wound up being very 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 true um i mean i um you know i love the cowboys and and i i will always love the cowboys you can call that coping but i'm i'm obviously a fan of this team and i think you are too 
Uh, and so I'll sign up to do this again, you know, after I've had my time to kind of decompress and whatnot. And I think we all will. And I know we're all mad. I know we're all frustrated. But um, I tweeted this before the game. When I was in high school, I was just I was obsessed with the Cowboys. And I didn't seem to have an outlet for that. And, you know, I you know I didn't have anybody to kind of share that with. And the fact that, you know, through the course of my job and the Internet and things like that, um, you know, been able to meet all of you, uh, you know, in a two dimensional space is really cool. Um, and, and so even though the Cowboys lost, um, you know, it is a fun journey and it's a heartbreaking one, obviously, literally 100 percent of the time. Um, but it is fun. It is it is fun to experience this and to, to you know experience the highs and the lows even, um, and to try to do it all again and to try to identify problems and even to argue and to bicker and to debate uh, and to hopefully you know um, learn things from each other. But the fact that we all have each other is is I hope something cool for you, um, the way it is for me. Um, my life has changed a lot since I've been doing this for a living. I've gotten married and my wife and I have had a son and. Um, the Cowboys have always been this constant in my life, right? You know, I think all of us, we kind of, you know, we set our our lives around football, right? I can't go to that wedding. I can't plan a vacation that time of year because of this, that, or whatever. And obviously with what I do, um, you know, this this community of people at Blogging the Boys serves as, a, as kind of a backdrop, an ever-present common denominator underneath all these things. And so um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to you. I'm obviously not grateful for how the Cowboys season ended, but I'm grateful to you. Thank you to all of you. And I know I speak on behalf of all of our staff at Blogging the Boys, our talented writers and podcasters and uh, people on camera and, and people who do social for us and every single person that does anything in the Blogging the Boys universe. Thank you so much for supporting us with your time because that is the most precious thing in life. And you give it to us, whether it's by reading our articles or watching our videos or listening to our podcasts. And so um, the fact that we can all live and thrive and even bicker together as a community is a very cool thing. Um, and so thank you. Thank you for the ride. And thank you even to the Cowboys for, <laughs> despite how it ended for having this, uh, this season for us to kind of experience together. Um, you know, that's, um, that's how I feel. That's, that's, you know, uh, where things are at right now. And, and I do think we'll all feel a little bit better in time. Everyone's going to need a little bit, you know, different amounts of time. Um, it's a bummer. It's a bummer whenever the season ends and we're obviously way too accustomed and used to, you know, adjusting to the, the, the off season, but, um, we're going to find a way, uh, again, I promise you, we will rebuild. We have the technology, uh, brother Anthony says trade Dak to the Braves, um, maybe to contend with the Dodgers. Who knows at this point in time, um, let's hope that things get better. Um, this could be a seismic week for the Cowboys. Obviously they could move on from Mike McCarthy. Dan Quinn could become the next Seahawks coach. Um, you know, a lot of things could, would, might, maybe happen uh, to the Dallas Cowboys. So please subscribe here to the Blog on the Boys YouTube channel. Please subscribe to our podcast network. Please check out our website, blogontheboys.com. You know where to find me on social media. Um, like I said, please be careful. The Arctic blast that's coming wherever you are, however you are, wherever you live, however you live. Uh, please be safe. Um, it's It's been fun. It really has to interact with all of you. And we're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. But obviously, this is, this is a different kind of thing. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I... Uh, I love you all. I'll go ahead and say it. I love you all very much from the bottom of my heart. And uh, no more Victory Polo Mondays until September, which is a huge bummer. Um, but it'll be okay. Next year will be the year, right? We, I mean, I can't even do it. I'm sorry. Um, thanks so much for hanging out, everybody. Go Cowboys. We'll see you next time.
first thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.